Hello, welcome to 180 with Julia Austin. I am your host, Julia Austin. Every episode of 180 features an interview with someone who either completely changed their mind about a major issue or gained a new perspective on something in their life. I hope that you find these stories to be as inspiring as I have. In this episode of 180, I interview my friend Morgan Jay, who's a hilarious musical comedian. Uh, Morgan Jay did a bit of a 360 because he used to have monogamous relationships until his late 20s when he actually entered a non-monogamous relationship and they recently decided to be monogamous again. So we learn a little bit about what monogamy means and how intimacy shows up in Morgan's life and just a bit about that lifestyle and where he is at now with everything. How are you? I'm good. Uh, just a little bit tired. I'm busy all the time, which is, I suppose, good. I'm not complaining, but how are you well, doing? I'm good. I'm good. I've been honestly just nonstop this year. My third interview for this. You know, I think I told you the concept is just people who somehow did a total 180 in their life, like change of lifestyle or change of perspective on something. So that's why I wanted to have you on. I guess you would, you are polyamorous we were uh not non-monogamous for a while and uh i guess in october i had hooked up with a couple people and then i told her about it which was like fine because that's what, what the what we do and uh and then she was like i don't like this so yes. i want to be monogamous and i said okay i will do my best for you so that's kind of where we're at right now you made a 360. You did a 180, then a 180. If it's okay with you, I, I would still love to hear about um, the change from previously being a monogamous person into eventually realizing that maybe that didn't work for you at one point in your life and kind of how that change was. I uh, had a girlfriend in college. We dated for three years. but so So, yeah, and then I was in a relationship shortly after that. Uh, I moved to L.A. for a girl. You know, she lived with me for a little bit, and um, and then I kind of followed her out here to L.A., to, at which point she was like, I don't want to be with you. Uh, but learned a lot from that, learned a lot about infatuation and uh, things like that. And then um, I want to say a little bit, almost a year after that, I started dating a girl, and we were monogamous. And uh, I don't know, I think I was like 26 or 27, and... Uh, I just was like, I don't know. I just want to try more things and I want to do more things. And eventually she just like LA wasn't for her and she moved back to Wisconsin. I remember we were breaking up and she was like, you are an idiot. Like if we were in Wisconsin, we would be married and like have a house already. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with wanting things in your life. Um, but I think like people need to be really honest with themselves and transparent. Like I want to be married. I want to have a kid and I want to have a house. And that's what, those are the things I want. And like, if you want, then, then, then that's fine. You know what I mean? Um, but I've never been really clear about what I want, you know, and then you, you just hear people like, and then I see people getting divorced after 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, like you like leave somebody and it's like, damn, that seems wild to be with somebody that long. I mean, look, you're with, you're with a partner. Like you ever just be sitting with each other and be like, yo, this is the rest of our life. You know what I mean? Well, you're you're not going to like to hear this because it's going to make you cringe. But I wish that I had thousands of years to spend with Nick. <laughs> wow, that is lovely. <laughs> no, no, I'm not cringing at all. Like, um, that's really beautiful. It could be my my fear of losing somebody that stops me from like thinking that way. You know, 
or oh it sucks are you kidding or, i i have regular nightmares about losing nick <laughs> yeah no for real and then you know like my dad died when i was a kid so it's like there's this there's this like fear of losing somebody you know I, there was a, a tiktok i saw about risk you know about how everything is a risk you know like at the end of the quote it was like life is so risky that nobody gets out alive being single is a risk being with somebody for committing to a marriage is a risk you know um crossing the streets a risk like every no matter what you do you're you're risking something you know you know i guess i'm thinking like i'm risking my freedom i guess i don't know but but now the girl i'm with i met shortly after that girl who um moved to wisconsin back to wisconsin and uh you know we went we did a lot of we 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 were casually hooking up we went to sex parties we had threesomes you know we did a couple of those and and it, it was cool how do you discover that you know you're with someone who's open to that in this in this case uh she had a friend that was really cute and i jokingly was like do you think she'd want to have a threesome with us and she was like i'll ask her and then um <laughs> just like that <laughs> well you know the first threesome i had was very much like that too uh you know it's the you just don't know what you can get if you you if you never ask for it how will you ever know you but know, you know it's interesting because there's some couples where even asking that question is a, a fight. fight yeah a fight, yeah um right so, well we weren't like necessarily like together at that point so it didn't feel weird and also like the kind of sex we were having kind of made it clear that we were both a little bit out there, you know, we, the, our sexual prowess is aligned. And then um, long story short, we had a, I had a threesome with her and her friend and she, and she was really into it. By the way, my girlfriend identifies as queer. So mm -hmm. I should just throw that out there. So uh, she was really into it and she was like, I want to do that. I want to do more of that. So we found an app called Thrinder, which is now called Field. And, I didn't even uh, know about that. Oh boy, I've been out of the game for a minute. Yeah. I don't even know about these things. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we joined it as a couple, and then we matched with this group. You know, like it, it was like a I want to say it was like a grassroots sex party group, and um, we uh, yeah, and, the, and long story short, we went to a couple of them, and then eventually, like we were having, you know, we were. Well, we, we, we kind of went, ran the cycle of that and it was fun. It was really cool. It was very interesting. Now, you know, I've been going to therapy for like, I want to say three years consistently now. I meditate, I journal. Uh, and then. Why do you bring that up? Well, I think, uh, you know, I have a lot of issues with intimacy and, and in relationships and how to, gen in general, how to communicate, how to express myself, my feelings and things like that. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, in therapy, like my therapist was like, look, I know this might seem silly, but, um, you should have, you, do, you, do you know what an emotion chart is? And I said, no, he's like, well, it's a kind of, it's a chart that children use to express themselves when they don't know. Mm -hmm. It just like has, it has like faces on it. You know, I just made that my backdrop because I'm going to be honest with you. Like I never expressed myself. Like I was never like, I feel sad or like, I'm an, like, I never even verbalized things. I never even thought I had anxiety. You know what I mean? I didn't even know what anxiety was. I just thought like sometimes I felt I just felt uncomfortable or something. I don't know. You know, you do have a very you almost have how do I explain it? Like you're like monotone in emotion. I haven't really <laughs> seen that many emotions out of you. Right. So 
you know, uh, that's where the emotion chart kind of happened, right? Like, uh, so I, so I, that was helpful and, uh, learn a little bit about intimacy, you know, kind of like intimacy isn't just like holding hands and being affectionate with each other. You know, yeah. intimacy is like having a discussion about something you're unhappy with, or I don't want to use the word argument because like arguments don't need to be a thing really, you know? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever f- felt completely emotionally close to someone i don't know so i guess the answer is going to be no so i know other polyamorous couples i have i have married friends that live that lifestyle and for them they're they're really close and i can tell that the polyamory the sex parties the threesomes it's in no way them attempting some last chance fix at a crumbling marriage it's none of that they're really close they're really trusting they are best friends and I can tell they're emotionally bonded. And for them, part of enjoying life is just like physically uh, exploring other, other people, but that the bond between them is very close emotionally, but it sounds like for you, it's something different. You've mentioned on this call, like being afraid of losing people and that you uh, that you perhaps have never felt emotionally close to someone. So what do you think for you? What do you think polyamory achieves for you in your life? What itch does it scratch? What need does it fill? I, I wouldn't consider myself polyamorous. I think like when we look, I would say like non-monogamous is the word I would use because it's like not when you're monogamous, you're just having sex with one person. You're just with one person. Non-monogamy is like, I feel like you're with the one person, but you're allowed to like have sex with somebody else every once in a while. As a touring comedian, as somebody who's not in town or around, you know, it's sometimes you're out of town and like, you just want to hook up. You know what I mean? Like, I, and at least some, I don't, and I say you as like the general you, I, obviously you don't want to do that, Julia, but I'm saying like, you know, sometimes you just want to have like a, I, I find it fun to have a random hookup every once in a while you know uh do you think that you could ever see yourself being monogamous is that even something that you would desire to have like if you found someone who was enough for you you know i talked to my therapist about this because i'm in a weird position in my career right now uh and julie you know you know me for a while like uh and i'm not saying this to flex like i'm getting booked like all the time uh and when i do these like headlining gigs i have girls like you know showing up to my shows alone like coming at me after a show which has Mm -hmm. never happened before you know Mm -hmm. um i was like a goofy class clown in in high school you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh i mean i I literally have girls who 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 would dm me like i want you to turn me into a cream puff like you could literally (laughs) one girl said that obviously that doesn't like happen all the time (laughs) but uh, but but like you know, you, 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 that's like at its most extreme, but you know, at its most, at its least extreme, it's like somebody being like, Hey, like, I think you're really cute and funny. Like, can I shoot my shot with you or something? You know what I mean? Um, and that's kind of like a new development in the last year and a half. So there's a part of me that like wants to take advantage of that. Like, I feel like you're only, you know, young and an up and coming comedian once in your life. Right um and there's a part of me that just has FOMO about it you know for me this having my husband 
and this sort of bond that we have for me there is this specialness in knowing that what I have with him I only have with him and what he has with me he only has with me and there is something that feels amazing about that and it is enough for me to even if I do have to travel and I can't see him for a while there's no part of me that like desires to connect with someone else during that time the connection I have with him is there even when we can't physically be together yeah do you do you think that would ever be possible for you you know I I distance is tough for me and the more time I spend away from somebody like it does create kind of like a little bit of a wall and, and it makes it hard for me to kind of fall back into the relationship and uh, I don't know I, I never say no because it's like I'm somebody who firmly believes in growth and development and you know, to be a really good artist or creator, you as an individual have to grow as well. And uh, I, 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 so there's something about being in a long-term relationship with somebody like for decades or a lot. It, it seems like at a certain point, you guys have kind of learned everything you could learn from each other. And uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about this right now. It seems like there isn't a lot of room to grow or change because what if you and your partner change so much that like you don't like the person they change into whether it's a positive or negative person do you know well, what i mean no that can certainly happen and that that does happen but i guess listen i've been with nick for eight years and for a lot of people that's actually not a long time you have people out there celebrating their yeah. 40th anniversary but that's like a blip in time um but i do know that in that time we have both uh changed actually yeah. and it's also been kind of cool to encourage some of the changes that we see happen it's weird because we have changed but i i guess there's been some core values that we've always had kind of like a north star kind of thing that those have never changed. Yeah. And I think that that's been the most important part to keeping us together. But no, I, I understand that concern and, and it does happen. Well, you know what's interesting? I think it's actually great that you're living like this right now to some extent because the important thing, I think, is figuring out who you are at your core before linking up with somebody. Because if you don't, then I, then I do think that relationship is kind of fucked. Because you will wind up figuring out who you are later. And that may or may yeah. not work with the relationship at that time. <laughs> it's it's also like, I, I feel like my career is, a, is in an upward trajectory. And it's also like, you know, my girlfriend was like, listen, I don't mind you fucking a fangirl. But I guess one of the things I'm nervous about is like, what if they say X, Y, Z about you? You know, and you have no way to defend yourself. You don't know who you're dealing with when you meet a stranger on the road, you know? Uh this is not to like discredit anybody's stories or or things like that. Okay. But she's like, she, you know, she said that shit to me. You know what I mean? I didn't bring that up to her. Oh, absolutely. I mean? Are you kidding me? I know what the climate is right now. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just like um, the climate kind of right now is just like, you know, you're guilty by accusation and, and a lot of people are guilty. Like most of them are, you know what I'm saying? But um because it's like even even me like trying to talk about it makes me sound like I'm a bad person. I don't know. And I know that you're not. And so I even hate that you have to like, you know, fear those things. But 
Um, but it is interesting. I quote, I quote one of your jokes, actually. I don't even think you tell this joke. I think you said it once at an open mic, and I think about it. I actually, sw I swear to you, I say it all. The, I talk about it all the I time. I bet I know what it is. I, I say that if, if you're worried that you've messed up with women and it's something you think about and are concerned about, you're probably fine. And if you think you've been perfect, then you're probably the worst one. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like... But, you know, it's it's interesting. I hadn't even thought about the element of there is a certain protection that you forego. As, I mean... Any man who's just out there and is single and is doing his thing, <laughs> it can, there is that risk of just something happening, maybe accidentally yeah. crossing a line with a woman, like once you're already in bed together and, and not realizing that that was a line or there's yeah. so many, just because you are interacting with so many people, perhaps interacting with so many people sexually who you don't know yet where their boundaries are or what they're comfortable yeah. with. There's so much opportunity for messing up. When you've been you know, with someone, like, you, there's not, you know, Nick's never going to accidentally meet to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. He knows what's safe with me and what's not. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes I think about, like, couples who are polyamorous and non monogamous I, I was, I saw a TikTok again the other day about this woman. She was talking about her and her partner and they're non-monogamous. And she was just like, so she, so she, along the lines of you know our, our love is really strong it's like we wake up every day and we we choose to be with each other you know it's like we can clearly be with other people but we we make the choice to be with each other i wanted to ask so why you do have i mean i understand in, recently you have chosen to go back to monogamy but in the time when it was non-monogamous but you did have a girlfriend why choose to have that primary partner uh in addition to why not just go be single and run around you know i, I i'm somebody who who i think their their main love language is uh acts of service you know somebody really who's there for you who's got your back who rides for you who supports you who who is gonna is gonna tell you they love you and tell you they care about you um that's really that's really special you know um yeah you know life's hard you know sometimes you got to team up you know what i mean and uh i think there there's something in that that's really valuable um yeah i, I think that's the main thing you know so you do you question. like some you like some elements of that one-on-one -on -one oh yeah absolutely you know 100 i do right now right now my girlfriend is talking like she she sends me uh zillow listings of houses oh. and she's like oh we could do this we could do that and that's giving me a lot of anxiety because i just started living on my own this for the first time this year um so but i'm trying to keep an open mind and not get freaked out so yeah it's not there's nothing wrong with you know there's nothing wrong with talking about the future um but i i just feel like the future is always so in question like we could die tomorrow but maybe that's just because i've lost somebody so like i know I wanted to ask you, I actually think when you said you lost someone, I think you're referring to your dad. Yeah. Do your your family that, you know, is still with us, do they know that you're non-monogamous? Um, I haven't, you know, I have a song about going to a sex party. I don't, I don't know how much they know. I mean, I don't, I don't go explicitly into detail with my mom for, for sure. My mom is, you know, Brazilian. She's like, I don't, she's like spiritual and <laughs> I don't think she'd want to know all the details about it. Considering how she reacts to some of my more sexual songs, she probably wouldn't <laughs> want to know. So I, I don't go out of my way to tell them.
does she want you to have a traditional does she ask you the questions of are you gonna get married are you gonna give me grandbabies and all that no she just just wants me to be taken care of that's all she really says she's like i just want you to be taken care of like in the sense like uh like being alone is hard if you're in your older age you know what i mean because my stepdad my stepdad has parkinson's you know and it's like imagine if he was alone well imagine if he didn't have my mom so you have done another 180 and now you are monogamous again so can you tell me how that's going and how you're feeling about that it's okay i don't know if i'm into it i think another discussion will probably be coming in our relationship i'm just uh waiting for you know right time when i'm in town and we could really like don't have any distractions and and have an intimate conversation about this you know loki you know you want to she straight up was like i and i don't this i don't remember saying this but she was like you know i want to be monogamous i'm afraid that i'm pushing you away from me by by asking you this of you and i think you once told me that you if we were monogamous you'd probably cheat on me uh, and I don't remember saying that because that's some cold ass shit to say to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just like, look, this is what you want. I'm going to try my best for you. And, uh, and I, that's what I'm doing. And I'm, we're going to talk. And I just told you how I feel about it. And I'm going to talk to her about it. You know? Hey, you know, it's interesting. I, I had never thought about it before our conversation, but it kind of seems like it's not that people either are monogamous or are not monogamous. It seems like you can go through phases of your life when it works for your life and, and phases maybe where it, doesn't or phases where it's you and phases where it's not because it was your girlfriend at one time and now she's saying it's not her yeah i look i look forward to seeing how you your relationship changes yeah <laughs> i'm over here being like morgan you'll be monogamous one day and you're like julia you and nick are gonna fuck other people one day <laughs> right <laughs> if you want to find out where morgan is performing next or check out some of his hilarious online content you can look him up on instagram youtube tiktok and uh, morganj.com If you have your own great 180 story or know someone who does, please submit it to me on Instagram at 180 with Julia Austin.